Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mouthpiece Wrestling Podcast with your boy Derry Lips and my man Gio. Hello, hello. This is not the old Charlotte podcast. <laughs> yeah, there is. Charlotte Flair will not be making an appearance <laughs> on this one. Goodness me. Yeah, she's uh, she's enjoying a rich, rich vein of booking, isn't she? Like everywhere. She's bloody everywhere. Um, I could she's been booked nonstop. On every show. <laughs> you think she's staying on Raw though for a bit, like with Becky gone? Yeah, she... I was reading before. Apparently, it looks like that was like her short skin in NXT is over. Okay, passing of the torch, and hopefully, because uh, like she's bloody everywhere, and it's getting on my nerves a bit. It's getting on my nerves because she main evented as well uh, NXT Takeover, which was obviously probably the biggest highlight of the week. Um, what's your what's your thoughts on it, man? What do you think? I liked NXT. Or yeah. the, the takeover. Yeah, I thought it was good. Like I see some places giving it like a C plus, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't think it was it was there. I, mean, I feel they didn't need to make the heavyweight title a backlot brawl. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh, I think they're just obviously exploring what they can do. I mean, I don't think. I don't think the camera work or the lighting helped. I think the lighting was really annoying. I'm assuming that's a Kevin Dunn issue, but, um, you know, seeing he missed Edge's entrance at the Rumble and stuff. But, yeah, I thought the lighting was a little bit um, a little bit annoying. But I thought overall it was a really good show. Um, I really enjoyed it um, from start to finish because I actually really enjoyed the six-woman match, which I thought was just made to be filler, like a pre-show match almost without it being on pre-show. But I thought it was really, really good. Um, the feuds kept going out of it. Yeah, I quite liked it. Um, Dakota took another pin though. She gets she gets pinned a lot, in it? Yeah. Dakota, she is. Take, she eats all the pins. I don't know if that's because they just got mad love for Raquel or what. And Candice LeRae obviously is in a thing. But Dakota is eating a lot of pins. Um... But I really enjoyed it. I'm liking, uh, I'm liking where the women seem to be stepping up on NXT a bit. Like we've always been talented, but I thought uh, they really got some good time, you know, because um, it was like a ten minute match too. So it's not like it was a rush. Uh, but it started to show really, really well. And the thing is, I thought the matches they they just flew in because then uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor, and I'm pretty sure that Damian Priest is dead. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Oh, he he, uh, he hit them steps bad. What? He hit the steps, like, bounce off the back. and saying that match was... I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was non-stop. You know, one of them where it was just violence. You know, they just beat the hell out of each other. And I think it was a really good rub for Damian Priest. I thought it really showed what he is actually capable of. Like, a lot of people already know what he can do, but I think, you know, he seemed more aggressive than normal as well. He seemed really up for it. I mean, I thought that raises, uh, the raises Edge he did onto the apron was just vicious. Um, but yeah, he took a bad bump on them steps. That looked really bad. <laughs> God, it was a vicious looking bump. Um, yeah, it was good. It was it was the breakout match that Damian Priest needed, and it obviously keeps Finn Balor where he is. Because um, I thought Damian Priest looked great. He did. There was no shame in that loss for Damian Priest for me. Um, 
I thought he absolutely killed it in that one. Uh, so props to Mr. Priest. Step it up, doing his thing. Um, and then we got into the North American Championship match. Keith Lee versus Gargano. Um, I liked Keith Lee's trunks. I was going to um, say, Lee's trunks. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was a nice touch. I, I, uh, I understand what that's all about. Um, maybe some level of people taking advantage of it, but I think the cause is a great idea, and I think it was a nice touch for it to let Keith Lee do that. Um, I didn't get the beginning of Gargano. I mean, I didn't get the outfit. I don't, I don't know if I missed something. I didn't really get it. Um, I like the picture of Michael Hayes and stuff and the Batman suit or whatever he was dressed as. No. I didn't really get any of it because I'd never seen Michael Hayes dressed like that or anything. But... Um, yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't too. I don't, don't get me wrong; it was a good match. Um, I'm just not. I'm not feeling Johnny's heel. I don't think he's he's a very good heel. Okay. I you know I think it still needs work. I'm not. I'm not sold on his heel work, and it felt like it dragged out a little bit. And um, but I I was I was expecting Gargano to win because I thought Keith Lee was going to get pushed for the title the main NXT title. So I, I got this one wrong because I thought Gargano was going to take the belt. Um, so I was, I was a bit surprised that Keith Lee won, but I'm glad. I'm glad he won. Um, it did pick up towards the end, but as I say, it just... It didn't, it didn't feel... It didn't, I, something wasn't right for me. Um, and then again, I suppose the next one, Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream. Backlot Brawl. Um, I love the monster truck. The Unite the Undisputed Era monster truck was sexy. <laughs> it was sexy as all hell. I thought. Um, I wouldn't have had commentary. I think is what for me was the big point. I think I would have just let them fight because they were talking a lot in it. I, I feel like it could have been better if it wasn't a backlot brawl though. What, take the whole gimmick, what, just a match? Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I, I mean, yeah, because it wasn't as good or as fun as the other cinematic matches they've done. Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they could have just had them fight. I mean, it was... <laughs> I was sitting there waiting for the Dexter Loomis appearance and out he crawled under the ring. Um, I did find it funny. Marina uh, Shafir afterwards was like, um, "Roderick Strong hasn't come home, and fishing that fish isn't answering his phone. Can anyone tell me where they are?" The next morning, I did laugh <laughs> at that. Um, that I thought that was a nice touch. Um, but yeah, I just I kind of everyone was telling me that they are they like, are they presumed dead? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? They're probably. Tied up, staring at his Christy Hemming shrine, aren't they? Somewhere. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> That's where Loomis is taking them. <laughs> They're just staring at pictures of Christy Hem. <laughs> um, everyone was saying that they expected Dream to win. I mean, are you surprised that Dream didn't win? Or I mean, from where I wasn't, because from what I'm hearing is they want to, they want to uh, bring him up to the main. Oh, Dream's just getting called up. Seems That's, to be a lot, so. But supposedly they're waiting for the fan, for fans to come back. So I don't know. 
Mm. Just keep him busy until then. Um, because there's no real, no real timeline on when fans will come back. I mean, I'm guessing it might be summer. I'm guessing they're hoping it will be SummerSlam time-ish. Um, I'm guessing. Um, but we'll have to see. I just, I, 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 I wasn't expecting Dream to be the champion. I really wasn't. And to be honest, I'd worry about him being called up a little bit, getting a bit lost out there. I, I'm not, I'm not fully sold on Velveteen. Dream. I mean, if, if he goes to SmackDown, he can be a player over there. Yeah, maybe. And I feel like that's what SmackDown needs right now because with the absence of Roman Reigns, they're no offense to Braun Strowman, but they're missing players on SmackDown. Yeah. It seems like it's the mid-card show right now. Yeah. Well, the main event of Backlash kind of shows that. Don't it? Miz and Morrison are... I mean, that's... Got, you know? all, I feel like all the heavyweights or the main eventers are either at home or they're not on the... You know, they're on the opposite show. Yeah. It's not a balanced roster anymore. No. It needs a draft, maybe. It needs them shake it up a bit. Like, I know there's a few call-ups happening. Obviously, Matt Riddle's there now, which may help. Um, but he obviously causes enough grief. I like dropping the ball with the feed here because he's just not saying anything. No, like, they could say something. I know, like, obviously, they've just had their baby and stuff, so I get why he's not on telly. But to just ignore his existence seems a bit he's, strange. How he's just... Gave him some sort of a couple of promos a week, like just some vignettes for the week or something, saying he'll be back soon. Like, it just died out. Yeah, 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 it did. Uh, it did. And I think that part of me was thinking maybe Adam Cole, if he lost, would have gone there. Or, yeah, but SmackDown does need, does need some attention because, as you say, with no Reigns, no Fiend. I mean, those two, those two gone alone is a big chunk. Um, obviously they got AJ, but he's in the intercontinental picture. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do. They they do need something, but maybe Dream goes there. But is that just adding to a pretty stacked mid card? Like I don't see him as a main event guy. Um, mainly, I, I maybe not from his wrestling point of view, but like his entrance and his his character, I think really gets shown up without the audience. I think it, that's a character that needs a crowd. You know. Um, I did like the Negan outfit that he was dressed in. I thought that was quite cool with the bat. But yeah, I just um, I don't know. I don't know. Um, speaking of players, Karrion Cross versus Champa. Yeah. Wait, him over. Wow. Yeah, like six minutes. Champa just basically jumped to him, and it wasn't even like Champa did Don't much. Help. It was, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was brutal. And they're obviously really high on Karrion Cross. But I hear it already that he may already be being called up as well. Like they're looking at that. No, I don't think. Yeah. He, I don't think they're so. building him to be whoever takes it from Adam Cole is going to be, is going to be fighting him. I mean, if he's not the one to take it from Cole, I mean, shock me. Well, I, I don't see that because I don't see them doing a heel heel. But I see it being whoever it is is going to have to fight him. Yeah, because, like, he's an absolute beast. 
Like, it was meant to put him over as a beast. And, yeah. And he beat the guy that pretty much has been so important to NXT in six minutes, you know? So that whole put him over as a beast, they nailed it, you know? And Scarlet as well. That The whole package of those two is is a, a great, great addition to NXT. And I think a really good signing from WWE, like, long-term. I mean, they seem I ready guess, to take their moment. Why we're talking about Trump, or we can get into where I just sent you before mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of so, goes right into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Orton um, got a bit mouthy. Yeah. Like, he obviously caught him at the, the wrong time. So, I'm guessing, yeah. So, Randy Orton put a tweet out saying, takeover was great. Slapping my leg for you guys, sincerely. And Champa has replied by, my daughter has been having trouble sleeping. Luckily, I found a remedy. Randy Orton matches better than Nyko, sincerely. Hashtag an entire locker room who busted their asses. Like, whoo, went straight in there. I mean, you think it's it's storyline? I don't know, because then their wives got involved. Yeah, that, that was the bit that they made me think, oh my gosh, because like she tweeted like, at Randy Orton, isn't that the same guy who took credit for all those great matches that he didn't put together? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And then they'll obviously like I heard, and then Randy Orton even lashed out at a fan. Well, I think they were just a fan, weren't they? That saying backlash will be terrible. And it was um, it was Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Uh, yeah. He's like, who said it's a week from now? You fucking mark. I mean, Randy Orton didn't hold back on any of them. Like he 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 really did. Uh, he really did turn his full heel on the champer, and I just yeah. Like, is this a match? Because at the same time, from what I know, is WWE doesn't want people going after each other like that anymore. Yeah, that's yeah. So they don't support publicly attacking each other on social media unless it's leading to a program. Which is why, like, is it a work? Um, because that was that was just proper attacking. But as you say, with the, when the wife gets involved, you kind of think, well, hold on, maybe uh, maybe they're just attacking each other. So it'd be interesting to see. Because like, I was always under the impression that Champa said he would rather retire than get called up to the main roster. So yeah, but then again, they've been saying recently that he's like changed his kind of started changing his stance on that. So maybe he's seeing the money matches that he could be booked in. You know, Champa versus Orton would be huge <laughs> like i would watch that match hey um, to me i've lost interest in randy orton yeah i, I think so me i haven't been impressed by a randy orton match in forever and they've really hyped up this match with edge like he does he wants to talk about leg slapping Every other move the dude does is a rest hold. Yeah, at the moment it is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And it has been a while. Like, I think the last feud that Randy Orton looked like he was in, if I'm honest, was uh, the stuff with uh, Bray Wyatt. And that's a long time ago, you know? He even had, like, a fart of an ending. Yeah. With the worms on the on the map. Didn't like the worms? <laughs> I, to me, he just 
his matches are slow and plotting. Yeah. That's kind of little bits that I read because they're obviously recording bits of backlash and some people have said like two workers doing their thing, but the match is long. The backlash match with Edge is is long. They haven't said too much, obviously. I, I can't imagine too much will come out if they are recording bits and pieces. You know, things like I can't, my attention, like even the WrestleMania match after a while, I was like, all right, are we yeah. still going? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Me and you were, were watching that together, and we both said the same thing. Like, could you just end it now? Like, we're kind of done here. Um, I mean, after a while, we were just sitting there and we were riffing on it because it was just so long. We were laughing. Yeah. I was making jokes about the catering. And... Yeah, yeah. We were more interested in the food table that was at the bottom of the <laughs> truck than them wrestling on the truck. <laughs> but so yeah, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean. But, it, you know, again, it's Randy Orton. What worries me is they've hyped this Edge and Orton match like the greatest wrestling match ever. Like, that is brave on Edge's, like, first in-ring comeback match. You know, and as you say, like an Orton that isn't the Randy Orton that we all remember. You know, he is not the one that we uh, we, uh, we remember. And I, I just worry that this match is being hyped up to something that they can never reach. Even if they are recording it, re-editing it, and doing whatever, it's not going to look. I just worry that it's not going to do what it's supposed to do. You know? um, so we'll have to wait and see. It's going to be a bit interesting. But yeah, the stuff with Champa on Twitter, as is, you know, if it had just been the stuff about my daughter sleeping and the leg slap, maybe I would have felt it's a work. But when he starts swearing and at a fan and calling him a mark, and his wife is getting involved, you just wonder like. Ooh, is there some is there some actual beef here? Just uh, be interested to see what comes next from it. Um, and now, obviously, we mentioned her at the top of the show, and the lady that is on every little bit of wrestling you're going to watch. The women's uh, match had main evented in your house, which is clearly because it's Charlotte Flair. Um, I uh, I loved it. I I loved it, and I actually popped super hard do you I, know uh, Io, Io Shirai has not lost a match in a year she's uh yeah she has been uh incredible since that her last loss was June of last year when she lost to Baszler so I mean and yeah so since her heel turn she's just been incredible and I remember I was having a conversation saying that you know I thought as much as I wanted Io to win I thought she was in there just to eat the pin. I honestly thought she was put in the match to eat the pin. Uh, and I, because I said, no, I want her to win. I'm hoping it's not because of the young girl that committed suicide is the only reason that she got it. I, you know, I kind of get that AEW have done it. WWE have done it. I don't know if they are doing that, but she fully deserves it. And I, I thought it was a bit sloppy in places. Um, I did think it was, uh, it was a little sloppy. The chemistry between... I mean, I still i am very much of the fact that... I know people going mad about Rhea Ripley, but she still has a lot of work to do. Like, her move selling is pretty weak. Her timing is a bit off. I don't know if it's just chemistry with the other girls, but um, I'm i am not convinced yet of Rhea Ripley. I think she needs to stay where know. she is. But I just... Yeah, I think she's got work... Um, I, I've heard a lot of people saying that the finish fell kind of flat. I quite like the finish. I thought that was the best way to get it done. 
you know, get stuck in the figure eight and her eat the pin. I mean, she did she did knee her in the face, to be fair. I'm surprised that she hasn't knocked, uh, knocked out Rhea Ripley. Um, but she was good. I thought it was a really good match. I thought it the right winner because it made us all pop. As I say, I proper popped. Um, and I'm really, really pleased for Io Shirai because she has been, as you say, she's not lost a match in a year. That's that's a big deal. I mean, that's they they trust in her fully, you know. So um, excellent. I'm hoping that maybe it now puts Charlotte just on one show because the Charlotte overkill is is a bit much. Is a bit much at the minute. Um, she was on. I believe she. I don't know. Was she on SmackDown? I feel she was on SmackDown. She yeah. was on Raw. SmackDown, then she was on NXT, the NXT TakeOver, and then Raw the following night. Yeah. And I mean, she's been messing with all the champions. So she was the champion on NXT. She got up in Bailey's face on SmackDown. She then tagged with Oscar, then got in her face and got a slap for it by the end um, on Raw. Like, I don't know. It's, it's a bit much. You know, especially seeing... And it wasn't even one segment. She had, like, four segments last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't just a bit. Just like, so she... Yeah, so Oscar come out, and and then Sasha come out, and I don't know. Like, for them wanting to do a hard brand split, that is disappearing very, very fast. <laughs> like, um, yeah, and it led to, obviously, on last night, it opened with... All the women coming out. I mean, I know Sasha and Bailey are tag champs, so they can be on any show. So I get that. Um, oh yeah, we, I guess we can say that they won those on SmackDown. They did. I was surprised, very surprised. I don't. Uh, I don't know why that was a thing. Well, we'll get it. I'll, we'll we'll get into it during the uh, the reading of the card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. not SmackDown, but uh, the pay- reading of the pay-per-view card. This run- yeah, the, the backlash run. run. Yeah, because that's this week as well, isn't it? So, yeah. Um, yeah, but Raw last night. So, um, starting with the six women. Um, obviously, Charlotte teamed with Oscar. And Shasha and Bailey were in it. And the Iconics. Now, I thought the Iconics were the one that were going to fight mainly. Um, but obviously now... Sasha and Bailey are champs. I thought it was a good match. Um, I I just like seeing Sasha Banks, to be fair. And I'm not going to... Ha- like, I thought Charlotte was pretty good in the match. It wasn't the greatest of matches because I think Iconics are just... They were in amongst big players, you know? Iconics kind of stood out a little bit, not through any fault of their own, but they're just not there. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was a it was a solid start. Um, but I just I didn't see really the point of it didn't know what it was trying to build because it made like a Charlotte Oscar feud happen when it's Nia Jax that's going for the belt. So it just seemed a bit weird, but it was nice to, any excuse I can have to see Sasha. <laughs> um, then there was a little video of Rey Mysterio and then Seth's promo and a little bit more and um, Rey's at home and he's going to be giving us a follow-up avenue. I, I don't know why we needed to re-see it. I didn't really get it, but Seth came out on commentary um ray called him a son of a bitch and blah 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 and then he invited ray and dominic to raw next week now i assume dominic is going to join seth that's where this is leading do you think oh you think he's going to turn on ray yeah interesting 
that I I feel very confident that I think he's invited Dominic that because I think he's going to join Seth. Interesting. Because mm. I know they're hot on Dominic. I know that they've put a lot of work into him. I know there were obviously bits that we saw last year with, with some well, other... But I know they want Dominic and Ray to be like Ray's last match. Which is why I think he will join Seth. I that, I feel very confident in saying that as well. I I I just feel like it, and I think that would be a really good move. I think that would be a really good starting point. Um, let him be the heel to start because I I sometimes feel like when it's known that someone is gonna get a push, you know, someone's son is is coming in, and you know, there's high hopes on them. I feel like that would really get him off to a good start. Um. Yeah, so I, I think that's going to happen, and it may even happen as early as next week. They might tease it a little bit, but I do think it's going to happen. Um, and I think that would look a really good faction. Uh, but yeah, it did all lead into another Carrillo, Black versus Theory and Murphy um, tag match. It was... What is going Who's feuding with who on that? Because no, they're all no. interfering in each other's matches. Yeah. And this was like two minutes. And it to me it looked made Murphy and Theory look like chumps, you know. Um, I didn't see the point of it. We had the match last week; it was too short. It didn't mean anything because of the length of it. Um, it was all just to tell a story. So I don't know why they couldn't just have a fight during like a promo because Seth come out in Ray's mask. Um, yeah, I just and then Alistair Black got stomped again. I just yeah, it needs to evolve that story. It just felt like it was a rerun of everything we've seen. Um, and I don't see the point of having a match in it. Um, then we led. Now, I love this bit. Christian, his big return. So I was, I love that for a start. I was pretty sure he was going to eat an RKF. And how, I, how wrong I was. The man cut such a good promo. Yeah, he was bringing up his real name. His yeah. Ice. Such a good promo. For his mom. Yeah, everything. You know? Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, I, th I think it, it was a surprise, but I think it was definitely, it helped that, it's helped this feud. It's helped something else to see them doing something else. But yeah, he doesn't, them saying that Edge couldn't handle the pressure. It reminded me of, um, what was the stuff with Foley and somebody else a few years ago that did the same sort of angle? Um, I thought it was really, really good. Um, I loved it because I wasn't expecting it. Um, I wasn't expecting Christian to be like that. And then Orton come on, told them both to shut up and blah, blah, blah. Um, it helped. It helped get me back interested in the match. Um, be the redemption of Edge and it will be over, won't it? I think he said this match. So, And Edge was like, no. So it was quite good. It was quite good. Um, and then we all sort of roll in. There was a few silly sort of backstage. It wasn't silly. I liked MVP's uh, Shad Gaspar t-shirt. Very nice touch from MVP. Um, obviously, yeah. knowing how close MVP was to to him, like I think that I think I've seen that Instagram WrestleMania video way, way, way many times now. Well, yeah, him. Like I said, him, Kofi, and Shad were boys. Yeah, yeah, and I thought it was a nice touch the Shad Gaspard. Um, and then uh, RV Truth um, got involved. R Truth, RV Truth. Wow, I don't know why I was thinking of RV. Damn. <laughs> 
there they're, we go. <laughs> they're really pushing this full Nelson. Yeah, I'm guessing that's his new move then, this full Nelson, because MVP was talking about it, and then he locked our truth in it, and he was screaming. Um, so that's what I was leading to. I, I'm assuming that's going to be that's Lashley's new finish. That's the challenge, baby. <laughs> yes, the master lock challenge. Oh my god, Chris Masters. Uh, his entrance was amazing, though. <laughs> oh my god, I love that man's entrance because he like had the timing so well with the with the gongs. Oh my god, I need to see a Chris Masters entrance. Okay, that's what I'm doing <laughs> after this podcast. <laughs> um. Oh, and then the Street Profits, Viking Raiders. I How long are they going to drag these vignettes out? I don't know. Surely it's going to be a wrestling match at Backlash, though. Like, God, please. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the Street Profits won at the race and some flip cup. And I think it basically ended the tie. There was some pole vault and shot put and a dance off. I think they're fighting with sticks and oh, it was, <laughs> it was, uh, so it was a tie. And I think that does tie it all up. So my guess is that they're fighting at backlash to like end it. But do you think, do you think this spoils the Viking Raiders? Cause there was also like later on a bit of a cut scene with Drew McIntyre where they were basically the comedy skit. I for a second when that happened, I got scared that the three prophets were going to attack them and you were going to get your, BDK. <laughs> I was like, I swear to God, the if they plan. go, if they, yeah, if they go with the with the BDC or the BDK, like if they go with Derry's idea of adding this to it, BDC <laughs> baby, it's coming. God, you can see. I was it like, now. if they attack the Viking Raiders or something, like I swear to God. See, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have Lashley MVP. You got Joe as like manager commentator role and then the Street Profits, baby. BDC for life. <laughs> it's coming. You know it. Everyone listening knows it. It's happening. It's happening. Um, But then, yeah. And uh, so I, I don't really know. I'm not enjoying seeing the Viking Raiders like this. They seem to be enjoying it looking at them. But I'm not sure it fits them very well. And then Apollo comes out and we had a a triple threat match um and he will face the winner of the upcoming triple threat but he was in it oh no kevin owens was in it yeah so the winner of the triple threat match which was owens gaza and andrade um will get a shot at apollo um i like the ending i like the ending um i thought it ended well i don't know if that's more of owens ability to to sell and stuff um because gaza sort of double underhooked owens escaped stunner andrade shoves owens covers gaza kind of leads on to the the feud that's been going i thought it was quite good um i thought it was a really good match um yeah and then they were fighting at the end like arguing in the end there on who rosa yeah yeah yeah, yeah. rosa who uh what's her face there yeah who hit uh zelina like who's full yeah stuff, so yeah it was um I'm guessing that they're splitting them up and Zelina will pick a side or something. I mean, I don't think they should split Andrade and Zelina. Zelina um, Vigner on a pole. <laughs> Alistair Black. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> Let's not go back down there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it will be Andrade versus uh, Apollo Crews. 
which I'm guessing Apollo will retain. They seem pretty high on him at the minute. Um, and then obviously there was the bit with Charlotte again in another sort of scene. She was being interviewed and stuff and Kurt Angle was there and man, he, he really doesn't know how to read a script very well or make it look like it's <laughs> words. Jesus. I was just sitting there. You could see his eyes reading the, <laughs> the auto cue. You're like, come on, man. Um, but yeah. It reminds me of like, what was it? The one time where The Rock was like cutting a promo on John Cena and he was like looking at his wrist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt Angle did that. Um, <laughs> oh, it was, yeah, it was painful to see. But like the words are right. He thinks Edge will win. Um, I think the words are right. As I say, I'm just, I'm just worried about the hype they're putting on that. Guessing they're going to record it more than once because it has to be perfect. Right, um, right. And then we moved into the VIP lounge. Really liking what MVP's doing at the moment. Um, from going to like booking everything and being involved in everyone, I think this BDC reunion is, is fantastic. Um, Where's Kenny Kick? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Bring him in, sign them all. Um, but yeah, it was it was pretty good. And then the Viking Raiders come out pretty much no reason i know they spoke to drew behind but there wasn't really a reason for them to come out and then the street profits come out and then it's when it clicks like oh okay this is what we're doing um but it was bobby lashley and mvp versus the viking raiders so there goes my thoughts of maybe it was like a a six man it turned into bobby lashley mvp you just want this you're just trying to make this bdc happen (laughs) yes i am Yes, I am. I got all excited when Street Profits come out. I'm like, yes, Lashley and the Street Profits with MVP in their corner. Get it done. Um, but it didn't. Because Street Profits ended up getting in the face of Lashley. So I have to wait a little bit longer for my BDC reunion. Um, and the bit that gets me in all this, so I like what they're doing with, with Lana and stuff. Um, no, with Lashley and stuff. But where where does Lana fit in all this? How are they going to get rid of that pain in the butt? Because like, she's just a nuisance in it. I you know? feel like they're phasing her out of it though. But yeah, I just wish they'd get on with it because, yeah, she said she faced a, a wake up call. So I'm guessing, hopefully, hopefully that means that she's out of there because like this Lashley thing doesn't need her. It doesn't need her at all. Um, I I think Rusev's gonna get a higher back. Oh, do you reckon? Well, I mean they they hired uh, Maverick back. Yeah, and obviously Kurt Angle was brought back, and uh, yeah, I, I, maybe. Think they just furloughed Rusev, and they're gonna. You know, with Gronkowski and all these people got, they got the money to bring some of these people back. Because I was hearing that now that they were going to offer like lower contracts to bring some of these people back. Okay. Uh, Maybe they were scared of that promo. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, and that that could phase Lana away. And I think people would be hyped to see Rusev back. And I think where things are right now. Like for me, if they got Rusev back, stick him on SmackDown and have him go mental over there. Like I think Rusev could could step up and really go for it on SmackDown with where SmackDown is at the minute. He needs um, the t- like 
as much as Rusev Day got over, he needs the destructive type of push he got before he ran into the John Cena wall. Yeah, before he jumped in his tank. <laughs> the dude pushed. Yeah, yeah. I remember having he conversations over John Cena. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Rusev was uh, was flying, and like uh, you're right. Like the Rusev Day thing was fun. I was all on board with it, but without Aiden English. I don't think there is that needs to continue, you know? Like, Aiden English is part of that. Like, singing the Rusev Day thing, is it was great. But, yeah, we need the monster Rusev. But hopefully, if it is contract thing, that would be awesome. Um, which actually leads me to one of my big notes, contract talk. Slight change of company. What are AEW doing? <laughs> what? I, I don't see... I don't see that be in the right move not actually signing them to contracts mm. so for context uh ftr or the revival um are not contracted by aew and can still perform anywhere else from what i understand i believe they did the same thing with uh Cobb. i just i don't know i like, wouldn't Cobb, have used them he did his thing and then he kind of like left But again, I think it's kind of because they want to, like, the Revival want to do other stuff. Like, maybe they want to do New Japan and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe. Because I can see them entering that tag tournament thing that they do every year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, yeah. Because maybe AEW are like, the look, we'll get you eventually. Go do your thing. And then... And then stay with us and then come with us permanently. I just, I don't know. I wouldn't have used them until. The, that's what it is. The World Tag League. I, I see them entering the World Tag League. Okay. The same thing with, I see them entering it. I see Gals and Anderson entering it. Yeah. So who do you, who are you expecting to turn up on TNA? Um, EC3 and Mike Bennett and probably Eric Young. You think all three of them? Yeah. Ah. I think it's going to be the three that were there and are well known with them. It should be fair. And it makes sense. For those three, it's not a terrible move. And it would be really good for TNA. Like, I think that would, that would really show that TNA is still sort of hanging in there as much as they can. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I was definitely expecting... Um, EC3. I've heard a lot of Eric Young talk. It wouldn't shock me at Mike Kanellis um, at all because, like, I think I think we got some of the best stuff. Like, I remember when he joined TNA, like, he was a hot free agent. I think everybody was after him at that point. Um, and I thought he was really, really good on TNA at the time. Um, but, yeah, we'll have to see. When is that? That's in a couple of weeks, isn't it? Is it a week or two? Yeah, I believe so. <clears throat> I don't really keep up as much as I should anymore. <laughs> Um, but then again, maybe Rusev because I think Rusev said he, was, he had like a big announcement coming. Like I don't know. Yeah, like I mean, I know soon. When is the podcast? Because I know Carl uh, Anderson said that they're going to be on a podcast discussing their departure and stuff. I, yeah, they. I believe that's in July, like a few more weeks. Okay, so they can't wrestle until then either, can they? Because there's no compete clause. But see, that's again, July is when like. 
New Japan picks up one of their major tournaments and stuff, which is the G1 and all this. And I have a feeling they're going to be involved with a lot. Right, yeah. Because I have a feeling uh, yeah, they're going to do this whole Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Where does the Gorillas guys, where do they, where does their allegiance lie? Are they going to stay with the OGs? Are they going to stay with the newer Bullet Club? Like, there's so much they can do because they announced they're back. Like, right. New Japan's had a thingy yesterday and they announced that they are like back now with the everything the state of emergency has been lifted over there and but it's just not going to be any crowd still i guess it's just they can they can start wrestling again or is it crowd as a uh crowd i believe oh nice okay then i uh, i expect to see anderson and gallows in japan like i still expect it um, I know Joey Ryan yesterday was saying how much his respect he's got for Carl Anderson. Would love to work with him, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I know Joey Ryan's on, obviously, TNA. Maybe they're just dropping that to take the, the shine off. And then the only one left then, other than Rusev, is where Rowan will end up. Like, still no word on what he's doing. So, he has, I haven't even heard rumors. I mean, could he show up on TNA, do you think? Like, I, I think... Because I believe they said he's going by, like, Big Red or something now. Big red. See, I thought like the mighty. Or he's like a. He's doing like some sort of Viking-looking gimmick thing. Okay. With like what he was pushing, it was like the the mighty or the big red or mighty red or something like that. They were calling him. Uh, see, I thought beer. he should go to Japan. I think Rowan would do wonders in Japan myself. I thought that too. Yeah, I think like if he for him. But at the same time, I feel like he's gonna get thrown into AEW as part of the Dark Order. Yeah, I have a feeling that I'm expecting to see but him to reunite him back up with Harper and all that. Yeah, that just and uh, to be honest, it would be a good fit for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I think he would be good in um in Japan, like from a career point of view. But AEW would work. Um. Like, yeah. anything the Dark Order would click is a gimmick like his. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, it'd be interesting to see where, because it's going to be the next month that these people are going to start, you know, finding finding jobs. Um, well, Jose's doing what? No way Jose's doing MLW or something, isn't he? Apparently, like ML yeah. MLW wants them. Yeah, MLW were, were keen. There hasn't been anything official. I know that they were keen. Um, I know I know that. And obviously, the revival have turned up at AEW and things are obviously starting to move. Obviously, Maverick and Angle went back um, to, to WWE. So, yeah, it's whatever Rusev and Rowan do. And Jose pretty much, you know. Um, and then whatever happens with Slater. Hawkins, what a story Rowan. they did with Maverick. Yeah, I thought that was beautiful. I, I, do you think it was a work the whole time, or you think it changed? No, I think it because from what I was reading, is they said that he was always slated to be like to be in the semifinals of that tournament. He was given the option to continue the tournament, or to you know, since he was gone, to just leave. And I think he like really, really shown out and impressed Triple H to the point that they decided to give him the contract. Right, okay. Cuz I think it's great. I think it was uh, I think it was a really nice touch. Um I thought the whole his whole tournament was really really good. I uh 
I really enjoyed it. And I'm glad he's staying. Like, I am really glad for him um, because maybe now we can see, you know, see what Duke Maverick really is, you know? Because, like, when you think EC3 and the Rockstar Spud stuff, and I think you look at his performance during during this, I think it's been, um, has been huge. It's been huge. Um, obviously, big shout out to Breezango being the number one contenders. Yes, the Breezango. Yeah. Um, they were what, sexy astronauts? I thought it was a great match as well. Like, Breezango versus Lorcan and Birch. You know he was going to get a good match. Um, but yeah, like, hopefully they've put the, the tag titles on them. That's what I'm hoping. Like, just do it. Hit, Go all for that. Um, I think now would be a really good time to do it. And yeah, so yeah, Breezango knocking it. I thought NXT was a bit rushed this week. There seemed to be like loads of little two-minute matches. Speaking of NXT, um, you know, like Isaiah Scott, Tony Nese, as good as that was. Um, like five minutes and big win for Scott, you know, Santana Garrett, Garrett one in two, but I'm guessing that's just to uh, carry on the Robert Green drunk because he was leaned up in the pay-per-view with like all messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Stone even. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Uh, um, yeah, it felt a bit rushed, that whole story, but I think Robert Stone's obviously going to carry it for a bit, um, which I thought was great. By the way, uh, it was a really good show, actually, of this week. And I'm going to touch on it because I watched it this week because I try and watch them alternate. AEW, NXT, I try and alternate each week, you know, just so I keep it up and making it as right. fair as possible. I'm not, I'm not enjoying AEW at the minute. See, just, I'm the same. I'm just, it's, it's just all fairly solid. Like, I don't I'm know. Sold on a Brian Cage and... Moxley feud. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't I don't I don't know what's happening at the minute, but I think part of me is like I've seen all this stuff before in WCW and TNA. Yeah. And I'm worried. Like I don't know if it's me putting my defenses up because I'm like, oh my god, you're going down the same path. Um I don't know. Because for all the talk of Cody Rhodes has done about Triple H, right now he's being booked exactly the same. He is being booked as Triple H for me. Yeah. There is no difference, you know? Um, and that worries me, you know? I always said at the beginning, there's a lot of egos with a lot of power in AEW, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I always would, would still stick to that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want, again, I know people like the competition. I enjoy AEW. It's a good, solid show. I enjoy um, I just don't, it's not doing anything for me right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's not doing anything, you know? I like. I feel like Cody Rhodes is just being booked like Triple H. Using a WWE storyline from 10 years ago for Mike Tyson and Jericho, I just don't get it. I mean, they did work hard this week on their sort of undercard, like Jungle Boy, Cabana got some good time. Even, what's that girl's name that fought Nyla Rose? Big, big swole. Yeah, she got some good time. Um, That's uh, Cedric Alexander's woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cedric Alexander's wife. She had, she put on a good match against Nyla Rose, to be fair. One of the better women's matches I've seen. Um, It just, it didn't really flow. 
it's been a while since it it's flowed. Like I didn't really enjoy the pay per view. Like there was some gaps in that pay per view that was bad. I mean, the Stampede match, Stadium Stampede, kind of saved it for me. Um, and it hasn't really sort of flowed since then. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just I I, I want them to do well because I like the roster they've got. They've seemed to have their heads on about it. But right now it's not it's not great. It's not great. And I'm just seeing the same stuff, you know, Hangman Page, Kenny Omega. Like for me, how Kenny Omega is being booked is is poor. Right. Is poor. Like it's Kenny Omega. Like, okay, <laughs> I get that he wasn't a big name here, like maybe to some casual guys, but it's Kenny Omega. He needs to be the cleaner. Yeah. This stuff with Paige is just, I'm over it. Like, have one turn. Have him turn on them and just and beat, beat up Adam Page. Like, I just, I don't know. I just feel like they're booking Omega because they feel like they have to. I don't feel like Omega's doing anything. I mean, it's it's Kenny Omega, you know? Um, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fully into it. I'm still watching it. I'm not knocking it. I just, I worry that we're seeing the same old stuff um, on that we've seen on the failed ones. Right, so this week is, of course, Backlash. I think there's seven matches announced, is there? Seven? Seven? Um, obviously, both titles are on the line. Drew versus Bobby Lashley. What are you thinking? Do you think it's just the Drew? Uh -huh. Do you think there'll be shenanigans? Keep Lashley strong, or I don't know because I'm hearing that they that they they might go with the Lashley thing. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I know that Paul Heyman's pretty hot on Lashley, and it would give him proper heel heat to take the title from Drew so quick and have Drew chase him through the summer. Like, but see, what I'm hearing is they want like. They're pushing a Lashley-Brock program. And to me, if they're doing that, they don't need a title to do it. No. No, they don't. Which is why part of me thinks that you keep the title on Drew, maybe have Lashley just beat the snot out of him and get disqualified. Because then, you know, you don't really hurt Drew. You keep Lashley as this monster. Um, because, like, as I, I knew last year, USA Network are high on Bobby Lashley. They wanted him to win the Rumble. They wanted him to main event their WrestleMania. You know, that was USA Network's choice, was Bobby Lashley. So, yeah. you know, TV guys have got money, especially with no crowd right now. You kind of need to keep them happy. So if they want a Bobby Lashley push, I mean... But the problem is, is the stench of that horrible Bruce feud is still yeah. lingering. It. They need to get rid of... They need to get rid of the Lana. They need to just move forward and have people forget about this before they even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I think until they get rid of Lana, maybe DQ him. I think maybe uh, McIntyre retains on a DQ and they need to get rid of Lana quick and keep him in, in MVP. I, I think they, they work have, well together. Have have Lana accidentally cost him the match, and that, then that's yeah. why he dumps her. Yeah, yeah. Do something like that. Have yeah. Have her make a mess, which is which is possible. Yeah, which is possible. And you know, they just they have to keep him strong right now because he's started to. Yeah, okay. Like you say, the stench of that feud is still there, but you're starting to look at Lashley and go, okay, this is the if this Lashley had turned up when he first come back, 
he'd be champ by now. You know, like this is the Lashley that we all wanted when he turned. No, up I wanted, I wanted the Lashley that showed his butt cheeks. <laughs> right, and on that note, <laughs> hit him with a pose. <laughs> no more pose, but yeah, um, Universal Championship is uh, <laughs> is on the line. Um, Strowman versus The Miz and Morrison. Strowman. Uh, like I said, yeah. Strowman, but if Miz and Morrison win it, I see Otis catching it as a tag team match and winning it. Okay. But I don't see it that night. I see it of them like building to it. Yeah, like if he'll, he's yeah. gonna eventually maybe he'll do it on SmackDown or something. Yeah, maybe. Because like I I can't imagine that they've just booked this as a two minute squash match. There's gotta be a reason for it and Unless it's just to tease Otis being a tag guy, I don't know. It's a weird match because maybe, maybe they, maybe Miz and Morrison win it, and then Braun just goes ape shit, beats them both up, and then Otis comes out, cashes it. I think they put the Universal title on Otis. So okay, yeah, why not? Maybe ride it. Maybe, maybe Braun loses. He beats the hell out of him, leaves, and Otis takes advantage. They, they're they kind of brought back the. I'm a. Monster who throws things around Braun Strowman on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, they did. Have him pushed it over trucks. Yeah, the one that flipping ambulances. <laughs> so, I'm not uh, finished with you. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I thought I, I'm interested to see what story it will, will tell because it has to tell some kind of story because otherwise it's a complete waste of minutes uh, and ring time. Um, then there's a couple of women's matches. Obviously, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Um, I think Oscar's retaining. I didn't think Oscar was going to retain. Um, but I think after seeing the stuff with Charlotte, I think um, I think Oscar retains. Um, I think there's too much, too much heat on Nia. There's too much hatred. I mean, which could give him a reason to go with Naya because yeah um i just think with the stories that have been told i think oscar's gonna retain myself yourself i can see that um and then the women's tag match uh bailey and sasha who are the champions Against Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the Iconics. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking of that one because I don't really know what they're doing. You know, I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know what's happening. Um, I want the Iconics to win. I don't think right. will, but I want the Iconics to win. That's what I was gonna get at before. I think the Iconics are winning it, and I think that's why it's a three-way thing. Okay. Okay. I think Iconics are going to get the win over either Nikki Cross or Bliss, and it still saves Banks and them. And maybe it tells a bit of story, because maybe, yeah. So maybe they didn't have anyone for Bailey to fight, so let's add them into that. We can still put the belt on they Iconics. They each other for the loss. It starts building some tension. Yeah, keep that going. Sasha lost her only belt while Bailey was a double champ. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that makes sense. There you go, creative. We just gave you that ending if you was worried. Um, 
And then there's a couple of others. Oh, United States Championship, Cruz v. Andrade. Cruz. Uh, yeah, I think Cruz keeps, and I think it will continue the Garza-Andrade-Zelina story. But yeah, I think Cruz will retain. Um, and then Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy was announced. Ugh. Like, I want to see the match. I like Sheamus. I like Jeff. I don't like the the way that it's come about. <laughs> like, um, obviously, the whole story was because Elias is out for a bloody long time. I was about to say, yeah, Elias is going to be out for a couple of months. He's got a torn pack. Yeah, yeah, he's hurt himself. And obviously, uh, speaking of injuries, just quickly, Jinder has obviously had another knee operation. It's really oh. sad. Um, we wish him a speedy recovery because, you know, he's just literally come back, had one match. It's Tazawa, wasn't it? And he's he's under the knife again. Um, but yeah, Sheamus and Jeff Hardy, which, you know, I'm guessing it's just to beef out the card. And then the two other matches that haven't been announced, but I'm assuming would be Seth and Alistair Black, probably added. Um, and the Street Profits against the Viking Raiders, I assume uh, we may see. Maybe not Seth Black, but maybe. Um, but I'm assuming that the Raw tag titles will be on the line as well. Um, my guess is that we'll find a bit more out if anything's going to be added on SmackDown. So, yeah. Um, and that's still to come on Friday. But there we go. You got any news? You got an idiot? Have we got any idiots this week? Well, you you gave me the idiot <laughs> of the week again this week. Uh, yes. Miss, uh, Mrs. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> now, it has been said that it was fake or she was messing about or... Um, blah 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 because she posted. A I don't know. Of, it was a quick delete. It was a very quick delete. You know, for something that's meant to have been a story. Um, she posted the Intercontinental Championship with the side plates of yes, 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 and then it got deleted rather quickly. A lot of people <laughs> saying that she thought the match had happened on SmackDown <laughs> and that everything <laughs> was okay. Not even watching your own husband's <laughs> show. Um. But they have come out now, like the last couple of days, and said, ah, oh, it was just a fake, blah, blah, blah. But we'll have to see. If Daniel Bryan wins, then she's completely massive spoiler from Nikki. The thing that gets me <laughs> from Nikki, from Brie Bella, like, she should, uh, her of all people, should know better. You know, she's she's done this business from every gimmick through two different eras. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, the, the, the position that they've been in. <laughs> They should, she should know better. But yeah, she uh, she posted it. So we'll see. If Daniel Bryan is into Continental Champ next time we speak, we know she messed up. <laughs> we know she messed up. But yeah, that's two for two, by the way. I've got two weeks running. Hey? Hey? <laughs> right. And on that, I think uh, I think we have... we have Oh, no. We, no, no, because no, I oh. sent you that gimmick. I was waiting. <laughs> I was trying to sneak out. Take it away, Gio. What have you found? So, Tamina is apparently in a mental hospital. Yeah. Tamina has been uh, in the mental hospital. You think a new gimmick for her then? Yes. As a crazy person. Now, that, that could work for her, though. Like, I don't hate it. Like... So she put out the tweet, which basically said, I got because she's literally sent it to me as we started to make sure that I didn't miss it. 
Uh, after my devastating loss of money in the bank and 10 years of being used and abused, it has finally happened. The trepidation. And then there was a picture of a mental hospital and her in a straitjacket. And then like a close up of her looking like Matt Hardy's delete guy. Um, <laughs> with a load of hashtags that are like nobody nice, cracked, backlash. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I think that would be a good move for her. She needs a bit of a gimmick change. She's been booked at this, as this big bad girl and it's never really come out on top for her. If she comes out as a crazy, she can just come out like, you remember Heidenreich? Just do some Heidenreich <laughs> stuff. Heidenreich! <laughs> yeah. Just come out like Heidenreich. Oh man, I liked Heidenreich though. Like, oh good God. I was an animal. Um, but yeah, that kind of gimmick, that kind of way where just come out, hurt some people. It doesn't matter that it looks clumsy. It's it's supposed to or something. Um, once. See if she turns up at uh, Backlash. Maybe she comes out and just destroys Oscar or something. Yeah. Or destroys Naya. That's. But isn't she on the? Isn't she on SmackDown? Well, the thing is, in the tag, she tagged both SmackDown and Raw. Oh. So, it... you never know. She could. Uh, she could be switching. Like it could be. Could be good for her go after Naya, like two big women go at each other. Yeah, you know it doesn't. It doesn't spoil the Oscar Oscar moment. I mean, I'm expecting to see something. Uh, maybe we'll see her on Friday. But yeah, Geo is uh, Geo is happy because it might be a gimmick <laughs> and a push. You never know. <laughs> um, right. We are gonna call it there. I've got no other news. I think we've covered everything I wanted to. 